0: We believe the purpose of owning a business is funding your perfect life. Welcome to the next generation of growth and opportunity in the inspection industry. This is the Empire State of Mind. Empire State of Mind. Helping build companies with faster growth, higher profits, and more time freedom. Finally, a podcast for the home inspection industry and beyond. This is the Empire State of Mind. And this is your host, Matt Williams. Well, welcome
1: to the show. We've got a great episode for you today. Um, I'm hanging out with my friend, Matthew Query and we have been talking about pre drywall
2: inspections in homes. Matthew, how are you doing today? I'm awesome, Matt. It's awesome to be here. Good to see you in person, man. It's so great.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. This is such a great. We're here at actually at Unite yeah. Conference this year, and and I'm loving this conference so far. Um, have you gotten any
2: good nuggets out of this? One? Oh man, so many. Uh, just lots of, uh, just lots of great questions. <laughs> to, to take from the weekend yeah right? mark mark started us out talking about like hey just ask good questions like, yeah and uh more than taking notes i've been trying to formulate questions in my mind from the nuggets that i'm taking so i can dive into those later because there's just right. so the drinking from a fire hose when you get to these events oh right? absolutely
1: yeah. and and that's just the stage content and then on top of that you have the hallway conversations oh, and yeah you know, at dinner tables and at the bar and yeah. wherever else walking around and yeah. all those hallway conversations. And then by the end of it, it's like, man, I'm just overloaded and I have to like take yeah. time to process
2: yeah. everything. It's just good to see friends. You it know, is. Give hugs, <laughs> give high fives. Yeah. Man, just smiles. Yeah, it's awesome. Because yeah. the community here is just so good. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. it does my heart good to be here for sure.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. So Matthew, we were talking about this idea um, of, of pre-drywall inspections. And I, I know there's companies out there that do it. I've had um, several requests at my company from um, from home buyers who are building a home, and wanting a pre drywall inspection. And I'll be super honest; like it's a little intimidating um, to me because I know it's another level of skill set that's necessary. But you're doing it, and you're doing it effectively. And in fact, I think this is the reason you got into inspections, isn't it? It is. Yeah,
2: I used to be uh, I work for several home builders, and I also have my uh, South Carolina contractor's license. So I've been in in the residential construction space for about 20 years and really honestly hated home inspectors <laughs> most builders do yeah 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 because they came in and they would uh they would throw me under the bus yeah like that's not that's not the way i i, I want to do business i you know we're, we're a partnership we we all want the same thing we want the best house yep for our client and to come in and say well this guy should have caught this well okay well
1: you come and do my job, then you know. <laughs> yeah, so you have a builder, right? Yeah. And you're you're working with a home builder who's building multiple homes at a time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, we, how I I just look at like the the large, you know, the big large production builders. I'm not going to name drop because sure. I'm I don't want I'm not trying to show, shed bad light on anybody, yeah. but I see these superintendents that are managing, you know, one, two, three, four communities. They have dozens of homes that their superintendent like watching over. Is that basically what
2: you were doing? Yeah. So depending on who I was with, and of course the the market, uh, I got laid off twice actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, at one point I was handling uh, at least thirty five houses. It may have been forty, but it was a lot, and I was in four different communities three different code jurisdictions and one of those communities was actually an hour drive one way. So, wow. Yeah. So so if you're a
1: superintendent and you're intent and you're supposed to be like maintaining quality on these houses,
2: mm-hmm. you're set up for failure. I re- I really was and that was kind of just what what the market necessitated. Like I I just had to do what I had to do. I didn't have any I didn't have any other help. Right. A lot, a lot of communities now they have a couple guys or ladies in in the communities and you know they kind of partner oh you know johnny's not here so matthew's going to pick it up or whatever vice versa and that wasn't the case when i was doing business hmm. and e- even if you have a couple people in a community you still have so much volume that you know when when i come in as an inspector uh even a small house 1500 square foot i'm going to be there at least for 4 hours and in one sitting and you we were talking earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, about fresh set of eyes and it is for sure a fresh set of eyes, but it's also like, um, because I'm there in one sitting, I can just really kind of digest what's in front of me. Uh, when I take inspectors out with me, especially for the first time to do pre drywall inspections, you know, I'm like, Hey, you know, don't get so focused on the forest that you miss the trees because, you walk into a pre drywall inspection, and it's just studs, yeah, right? studs you, everywhere, studs yeah. and pipes and exactly. wires, and, and yeah. so there's just so much, yeah. And you kind of talk about like maybe not feeling qualified, and it, yeah, it's intimidating. Yeah.
1: It's like how am I going to price this right? How long am i going to spend there? And then yeah, yeah, it's, it seems like a never ending
2: list of stuff to be looking at. Yeah, hundred percent. And I would I would say that people that are questioning whether or not they should do pre drywall is don't. Don't do it until you feel qualified. Mm-hmm. There are there are organizations out there uh, through IEB even like there's uh, you know John Bolton and his his team down in uh, down in Florida they they do have an awesome program. And where I'm at, uh, Casa Training Academy, I'm just kind of doing some name dropping if you don't mind. Yeah, no, yeah, that's good. That's that's
1: a positive name yeah, drop. Yeah, exactly. so
2: you have Casa Training
1: and yeah. then the Inspectigators. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the just the super. And training guys do pre drywall? They probably do. Um, they, they do have they do
2: great training for other yeah, things. So yeah, it's maybe relatively that. new. I would love to look into see what they're doing too. But um Okay. Like get yourself qualified. There are actually inspection companies in my area that just go out and do pre drywall because they get called and they, they go out and they spend an hour and a half and they, you know, charge two hundred fifty, three hundred bucks and they don't really find anything at all. And it's nothing substantive. You're yeah. really opening yourself up to a lot of liability when you go out and do a pre-drywall. So you don't want to get into it lightly is kind of what I'm saying.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. that's what I've seen. I was yeah. like, and that was that's what scares me too on it, yeah. is the liability side. So yeah. you gotta really know what you're doing. It's a different set, it's another level or another set of skills to be able to inspect that. Yeah. So yeah. So how so you you're out
2: there for four hours. What what's a typical fee for you for doing a pre-drywall then? So um we actually uh brag that as far as I know, we're the most expensive uh, pre drywall inspection company in our area. Okay. Um, and so we charge a full home inspection fee. So, like the same fee that we would charge uh, if they were just calling us for a home inspection, mm-hmm. we charge that for the pre drywall.
0: And then I'd actually
2: give them a discount um, if they hire us again. Okay, uh, we don't do packaging because I want to earn your business. A lot of, a lot of companies will do that. They'll say, "Hey, we'll do a pre-drywall, pre-closing inspection or warranty. We'll do a package. you pay us all, pay it all right now, and we'll come back later. We don't do that. I want you to, I want you to see what you're getting. Mm. And I want you to value you know our, our relationship and partnership. and uh, that, all, that usually results in, I would say 98 percent of the time, people have us back. They have us back for a reinspection of right. the pre drywall. Oh yeah, they have us back for the pre closing, uh, potentially a reinspection for the pre pre closing, and then um, more often than not, actually lately, they've been having us back a year later for the warranty. Wow. So you know, just it, just if you're doing pre drywall, you have the opportunity for between three and five additional opportunities to create revenue. That's not even including like if we get into like more phase inspections, which I don't see a lot of because people, people are very hesitant to pay mm-hmm. um, because, Oh, code enforcement's got this. Like mm. I I had a friend, um, we have one inspector in Indianapolis and um, I had a friend actually that called, she, she reached out on Facebook and was like, Hey, could we um, uh, get our house inspected? Uh, we just closed and we're having a bunch of issues. That same person I had seen that she was building and had reached out and said, hey, we've got an inspector in the area. We'd love to come and check it out for you. She said, oh, no, code enforcement officials, they're, they're looking at everything. We'll be good. That's not the case. I mean, no, good it's people, not. But and they are, are good people. They, yeah. But, but they have just as many, if not more, houses to look at. Yeah, yeah,
1: they have you know they how many houses are they going to look at in a day? You have yeah. the electrical guy; they got like thirty, forty houses a day. Yeah, yeah. they got to look at. They, then there's no physical way they can get to all of them. Yeah, so they get there and they check a few things, mm-hmm. but they're not going to go in detail. No, no they're no. making sure the ground is they right. Don't even you open know the plans.
2: Yeah, no. no. I I mean I'm there multiple times when code enforcement officials show up mm-hmm. and they're in and out five minutes. It's like, oh, studs are here. Cool, roofs yeah. on. All right, uh, check. Let's go to insulation. Yep, like really, that's that's all. I mean, like <laughs> so actually, uh, in North Carolina, I found this out recently. North Car- and this is obviously based d- different on each state, but North Carolina doesn't even require a plan review. Wow, for the plans. So like they, no one has looked at these plans. In South Carolina, they do. They actually they have plan review. You have to turn them into code enforcement. They they review the plans. Sometimes they'll send them back, make you make changes, but. No one is looking at these plans.
0: So Interesting.
2: Like, if you have if you have plan errors or you have some sort of an issue, um, who's checking that? So nobody's looking at the plans, and then the inspectors from the city, the civil
1: inspectors are um, their municipal ones. That they are overloaded. I see the same thing. I yeah, think 100%. most of most people yeah. in the inspection industry see that all the time. And, and it's not that they're not smart and not capable, yeah. but but they're not given an opportunity to really succeed because they've yep. been put so much load on them. They're like, well, I can only spend five minutes at each place or seven minutes at each place. And and within five to seven minutes, they do catch some stuff, yep. but but not as much as if they were actually to take the time and spend like an hour at each place. Yeah. And so they're set up to not be able to deliver the quality that they're capable of and smart enough to do. But again, it's not really that they're bad people or not smart. It's just they, they're set up for failure for yep. that. So then so then they're set up for that. So then so then there's no 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 plans check. The civil people aren't checking stuff. The home builders have superintendents with 30, 40 houses on their plate, they're not in a place to be able to hit the quality control that even they're capable of, but they just you can't physically do it because you have too much on your plate. Yep. And then that thing gets all the way to the very end, and then they're having problems with the house and they wonder why. Yeah. Because there was literally no one in the chain of command anywhere that took Two hours, three hours, four hours, and just went through and with a fine tooth comb
2: actually checked every single aspect of the house. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wow. You probably have heard, and anybody that's listening is probably really aware that they get complaints about, oh, this room in my house is hotter or colder. Than everywhere else in the house, because yeah, the ductwork probably isn't hooked up. Well, it could it could be that, <laughs> yeah, it could be that it's undersized. Um, oh yeah, like, uh, just the or
1: the ductwork wasn't engineered properly,
2: and they have too small of a duct headed that way 100%. or something. Yeah, yeah you you can't have you can't have a thousand cfm uh, coming from a five hundred cfm duct. Like you can't just can't physically can't get that. Like if, you know, right? I mean, even if it's even if it's like fifty to hundred cfm undersized, you're still gonna have some like variation you're not going to be able to heat and cool the house wow you need to so like but nobody's looking at this stuff and the only time to really look at it is at pre-drywall because once a once a sheetrock goes in oh things are covered up i mean if if you're talking modern construction we use a lot of blown insulation Mm -hmm. and so even the ductwork you know a lot of a lot of times the ductwork is covered up by insulation or partially covered so you can't see it and yeah even then, uh, a lot of home inspectors. It kind of depends on what you feel comfortable doing. They don't want to disturb the insulation, so nobody walks out onto the trusses after the insulation has been blown. And so, Oh, right, you that's know, yeah, that's even a thing. if you get a new construction inspection, you know, you just can't access everything. There's stuff that's just you just can't physically get there. Even mm-hmm. if I wanted to, like, walk the trusses and get all of the, to these other other places, I can't see. Everything. Right. And then and then you disturb the installation and it doesn't matter what anybody
1: says. You just physically look at it and people are like, Well, it's a brand new house and you messed it up. Yeah. 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 It's not pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I live in the southwest. So um in in New Mexico is where I live. So New Mexico, Arizona, even in parts of Southern California, they'll do like a flat roof style home where there is no attic. And so the ductwork is up there and there is no attic access at all. Yeah. Um. And which makes for a little quicker home inspection. Not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. But um. You know. So we're blessed in that way. But during, if you're actually building a brand new house, and then and then in a the seasons like this, where there's a housing shortage and there's yeah. a contractor shortage because they can't build them fast enough, the yeah. quality has a tendency to drop as well. Hundred percent. So now you've got you got brand new houses going up. They're going up really fast. You have overworked people in every front. From yep. contractors to si- to to city inspectors to yep. superintendents, and there's nobody there holding up the measuring tape and saying, "Hold on a second, nope,
2: this is short." Nope. You we kind of talked about this earlier. You need a you need a good partnership between public and private. Yeah, I mean, you've you got to have it.
1: Well, and builders builders hate us, yeah. right? And you were you were the guy, like yeah. you were on the superintendent
2: side, and then the inspectors would come in yeah. and you'd be like, "Oh God." Well, do you know why builders hate us? tell us please because for years home inspectors just show up and they blow up deals because mm, they're not because they no bedside they, manner no bedside manner um they're trying to prove something they're trying to justify their fee mm. like they you don't need to do that if you if i find one or two items in a new construction house i'm thrilled yeah that doesn't happen but <laughs> i mean I, i've well, had, i've yeah. had it a couple times but Like, that doesn't happen. I don't, but I don't need to throw the builder under the bus if I find 20 things in a new construction house. Right. Like, that's not my job. Hey, I find this in most every house. Well, should I question the builder? Like, am I, am I, am I uh, doing the right thing with building with this company? No, no, this is fine. These are all fixable things. Everything's fixable. Yep. And the fact that you found it now, even if they don't fix it and you have a problem with it later, you still have it documented. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say like insurance ballsy because you know, like Inspector Pearl will be like, no, that's, <laughs> it, you know what I mean. But you know, it 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 kind of it likens itself to that. Yeah, right. So like, yeah. if I call out something in a pre drywall or a pre closing inspection, and the builder's like, no, we're not going to do that. We passed code. Blah blah blah. Hear yeah, that do. You do. Hear yeah. That. yeah, Um, you still have it in doc- You still have it documented. So if if it happens to come up later, and you know if. You go to a court of law, like, oh, well, I'm having this issue. The builder says, well, no, you're, you're past your warranty. Uh, no, I called this out. My inspector called this out, you know, 11 years ago. I don't care that it's a 10-year warranty. My inspector called this yep. out 11 years ago, and this is directly attributed to what I'm experiencing now. Yep, and you, like, you
1: denied to fix it then. Yeah, so you're going to have a judge that said, no, nah, no, nah, that's not legitimate. Yeah.
2: You know, so you're well, the courts
1: tend tend to favor the individual over the corporation. Exactly. They tend to, yeah. Yeah,
2: but it's, you know, we're a very litigious society, society, right? Golly, tell me about it, right? But you have to, you have to, it's a transfer of liability, right? Mm. You want to, you want to take the ownership off of like yourself. Like, oh, I just didn't know. Well, that they don't, warranty companies don't care if you didn't know or not. Like, what's the warranty say? Yep. You got to, you got to protect yourself and you got to know the things and you can only know the things if you look at the things when they're uncovered and they are readily visible. Yeah. So you worked on the side of the
1: builder. So I, I, I would, I, what's a good, well, what's some advice you would give to an inspector if they're interacting with that superintendent on the builder site? Because obviously we don't want to lose faith with them and yeah. we don't want to blow up deals unnecessarily. What are ways that like we could approach finding a defect in a, in a pre drywall that we become a collaboration and we become a partner with everybody. Cause the end yeah. goal is we want this buyer to have a great home. And honestly, the superintendent wants that too. Yeah. So what, what are some ways that you handle things that um, don't
2: inflame things, but actually are helpful? Such a great question. So two ways verbally and in writing. So I don't know of any, any state, and I could be wrong, that requires additional licensing or certifications for pre-drywall inspections. But Beyond the standard home beyond inspection. Beyond the list. standard home inspection. Right. So, yeah, I don't, and I know mine doesn't, but I don't know of any of those. Yeah, so if I'm wrong, I would love to know because okay. I, I really just don't know. I'm only licensed in three states. So um, but the three states you're
1: in, that doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the one I'm in doesn't have it. Yeah, exactly. So four of the fifty.
2: So four of the fifty. Yeah, so the 50. yeah, yeah so, right. Yeah, we've got yeah. a majority. Right? None of them have it. No, yeah. None of them have it. <laughs> yeah. So I've actually invited um, superintendents to come to my pre drywall wrap up. But if I see them on site, I make it. I make a point if they'll if they will talk to me. Some people just have this thing where they don't want to talk to inspectors. Yeah. Um, but I will say, hey man, how's it going? You know, just make small talk. You know, kind of tell them my background. I used to do your job, and yeah, yeah, okay, yeah not necessarily like posturing like I'm better than you, but like, Hey, I want to let you know that I know what you're going through. Like, and I also want to let you know that I'm not going to throw you under the bus for anything I find. Like I'm here to partner with you. Um, we all want the same thing. Yeah. And um, I hope that you'll see that in my report too. You'll see some of the way that I've written things um, and some of the stuff that I call out, for example, that's maybe not there, but it may be, may it may be because in the builder's build cycle, this is a really kind of dumb example, but threshold supports on doors. Okay. Some builders will require that they in, the framer install them hmm. at pre-drywall. Some of the builders don't actually install them and they have the trim guy do it or the siding guy. Okay. And some people don't actually install them until the end. And so at pre-drywall, I'm going to call them out though, like they're missing, but the way that I've worded my defect statement is, hey, these aren't here, but they're probably going to be installed at some point. If, and it, if they're not installed during this time, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I'm not obviously using that big of a deal. As words right, right. Defect, <laughs> but that, that basically is just saying, hey, I see this, but I'm also kind of cueing you into how the build cycle works and how the build process works because I don't know how every builder has their build process.
1: Right. So and this builder may be
2: adding this at a different build cycle. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so don't worry about it. And so a lot of it is just educating the, the client. Yeah. To let them know, Hey, this is what your build cycle is like. This is what, you know, is normal. You know, the fact that I found 20 items on this pre drywall is not alarming to me. The fact that I found four or five broken trusses is not alarming to me. I don't, I mean, right. That literally that literally can be fixed in 24 to 48 hours. I yeah. mean well, we I have an iPad. I circle the area of the broken truss. I send it to the building center, you know, with the trust, the truss manufacturer, and the engineer sends me back a letter on how to fix it. And I have my framer who's already in the community come over and fix it. Yeah. And it's done. They're like, oh, is this going to delay the build? No, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because I think, I
1: mean, I don't know how you handle it, but I handle at least regular home inspections. Hey, You know, we, hey, we found 32 things yeah. wrong with this house, 33 defects on this house. You know, however, considering the house is... Fifty-five years old. Yeah, um, this is mostly normal wear yeah. and tear. This is we we find way more than this normally. So, yeah, yeah we found thirty-two things wrong, but it's actually uh, this isn't bad, yeah. you know. And because they don't know, yeah, people don't know. They're like, oh, is this a terrible build? Yeah, is this builder terrible? No, the builder's yeah. not terrible. There's just a couple of adjustments that are yeah. needed, and
2: oh, everything this, we, can be fixed.
1: Yeah, everything, we find this all the time, right? Yeah, setting everybody's mind at ease. I love that. Yeah. That's a, and so you do that with the with the clients, and then yeah. interacting with the even the builder, you'll. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to handle it in a way that, yeah, but I want to, yeah.
2: I want to build confidence in the client that they're not getting a crappy product because right. of the things that I found, because people like in a new house to a new car, they think, Oh, I have problems with my house. This is brand new. What's going on? What mm. is, is the wrong? You know, is it, it a just, lemon? Right? Sp- yes, exactly. It's <laughs> lemon. And it just spirals out of control. Really, really quickly. Oh my gosh. I've got a new, I've got a guy I'm working with now. Wow. He's got a new baby coming. And it, he like just absolutely, he's just spiraling out of control. <laughs> but the, like a therapist. <laughs> well, yeah, but it. you have to, nobody, uh, not nobody, most people don't have 20 years in residential construction where they can know all of the ins and outs. Right. So working, you know, building a house from the ground up. Or at least managing it, right? I I can't say that I've done that like under my own contractor's license, but I have managed the process in in multiple different areas with multiple different types of foundations, um, doing warranty, mm-hmm. like, okay, well if you don't do this, I know that this is going to become a problem later. So bringing that aspect, um, but you know, just understanding how, especially track home construction works but really when it comes down to it track home custom home it doesn't matter right they're they're, everybody's most people are all using the same builders or uh, the same trades right yeah the the same electrician is
1: doing wires in both those houses exactly they're just getting i mean they might be getting paid more i don't know but they it might it's, be. Yeah. But I it's mean, a lot of the same contractors. Yeah, it's I was an electrical contractor for oh, a long time. And so, cool. same thing. It's like, well, here I am in these massive custom homes, but then you're going to catch me on these entry level track homes that are maybe on like the really low price point. Yeah. But the same company going to both places. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Putting yeah. the same kind of wire in them, yeah. basically, just more of it in the big house. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, my record for the number of broken trusses I found in a house. Oh, yeah. 27. That sounds like a lot. It was in a custom home. What? multi-million dollar custom home wow so people are like oh what's the best builder i'm like i'm not gonna uh. well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna answer that question but i basically say well just show me how many uh show me the superintendent show me his experience show me how many houses houses he's running and i can i can kind of maybe give you an idea but i don't know there's so many other factors that go into it like especially nowadays post covid yeah. people can't get anything you know supply yeah, supply supplies. demand you know it's like one builder's like oh i can't get garage doors the other guys like, oh, i can't get windows and do- windows and doors and and so there's just so many things that they're contending with other than the fact that they have uh a really poor trade base yep. because you know don't even get me on this uh, topic but like uh, going to college instead of you know going to a trade school. Yeah, we've you know? eroded our trades. Yeah, exactly. And you go
1: look at the guys that are actually doing the work right now, they're yeah. all older. Yeah. There's not a lot of young guys yeah. getting into trades right yeah. now, and that's a scary future for yeah. in, in the next 10 to 15 years, we're going to yeah. pay that price.
2: I'm actually friends with a, an economist. Um, she works for, um, I'm going to for, forget who it is, but essentially uh, she did this great presentation, and she had um, everybody in the room, hey, how many of you have grandparents that had four or more kids? You know, like half the room, you yeah. know, or more. You know, raise their hands. And she said, "How many of you have four more kids?" And like three people raise their hand. She said, "That's the labor problem. Yeah, people aren't people aren't reproducing. But then in, in on top of that, you have people that are not going to trade schools because." For the longest time, it was college, 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 college. That's what like I go, went to college. Go I mean, to college will
1: save your, pro- yeah, exactly. That'll solve all your problems. Yeah, and it's it was, like
2: no, yeah. not necessarily. Went to college and never, never one day did did anything that had to do with. I went immediately into construction, but I didn't actually, st- I didn't even study construction. Wow, so, yeah. wow, yeah.
1: I and mean, there's a big shortage of trades right now. So now that that's, that's a rippling into the whole housing bu- yeah. building. So now you have not, yeah, you, know, you have tradesmen that are stretched thin too. Yeah. So
2: everywhere you look, it's stretched thin all the way through, yep. man. That's yep. wild. So it's 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 a a unique and awesome opportunity for home inspectors to yes. come in, if they're properly trained and qualified, and really impact the housing market. And I, I, you know, I think that the more people that can kind of change their mindset, and this is just general public, the more people that can change their mindset around the fact that. They they don't need to pay additional money because they've got the the contractor looking at it. They've got yep. this code enforcement. The yep. better off everybody will be, so
1: for sure. So so if so I so I'm not doing this right now. I've been intimidated by the liability. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So so for a company or an inspector that's listening right now and like you know what I I see the need. I see the problem. And I see how I can be a solution to this. Like we've kind of talked about this. What would it look like? Like if, if I wanted to pursue that, what would that look like for me? What, what steps would you say are the next ones that, um, that I should, I should pursue?
2: Well, um, uh, check with your insurance. Oh, hey, that's a great one. Yeah. Right. So are you, are you covered and you know, do you need to change your coverage? Um, uh, I would definitely check with your insurance first. Um, and then start getting additional training. Okay. Um, and and you, and re- you mentioned some schools, are those online or those only in person? Um, both. Okay. So I know like John Bolton, he has uh, online courses. What's his company called? Uh, in, well, it's Inspectigator, but um, it's uh, Florida Home Inspection University. Okay. Yeah. Or Home Inspection University, Florida. Sorry, John, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a shout out, bro, but yeah, it's not working out too well. <laughs> but, That's all right. But then in my area, CASA, uh, okay. CASA, CASA Training Academy. So there might be different schools in different areas that 100%. around the country that yeah. for pre drywall. Yeah, Nachi. Nachi has great um, Oh yeah, they have kind of, a good, mm-hmm. they have it's online training. Um I'm not sure if they have in-person training for pre drywall in particular, but that's a great place to start. Yeah. Like even if you can't invest in the time it, or or maybe there's just not one local to you at, at the time where you can actually go and you know go and like look at a set of plans and like get in a classroom or go to a house. You know, uh, you can still get online. You can start going through um, uh, InterNACHI or ASHI's um, pre-drywall inspection, you know, and uh, learning the ins and outs of that. Yeah, so starting some
1: online training. There's some great resources there. Yeah. That's really good. And then check with insurance.
2: Check with insurance. Yeah, yeah definitely go through some training. Uh, but even after you go through training, you don't know everything. No, you really don't. Yeah, so yeah. I've made some good relationships with some guys local in my area that have felt like I f- have felt comfortable to call me and they've they've come and they've they've done like side rides with me, like just to be there. Right? Okay. Um and so
1: do you have, do you, you have know, relationships with other contractors that can help you? And if you run into something like this is weird, do you like send it to like a framing friend or something? Yeah,
2: I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, cause that's, I think another, I think problem just in general with the home inspection industry is that you feel like you have to know everything and you, you don't, you just have nope. to know the right people. Yeah. And, and cause I mean, I, I wasn't alive, you know, in the fifties you know I wasn't building houses in the eighties, you know? Uh huh. Um, but you're expected to know all that stuff. And so like <laughs> and code changes all the time. Yep. And code is enforced differently in every area. So you have you have state regulations. Yeah. You have potentially different county regulations mm-hmm. and then you have potentially different city or town regulations. And so how how do you find that information out? Find out make make relationships with people that are in those areas to be able to ask those questions. So yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. But the training, 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 and then partner up with people and come out. And so like, you know, some guys will throw me a couple bucks and they'll come out and just learn because I mean, I, I I don't, can't say I find the same things in every house as sometimes I do. Right. But if you're there and I, I can say, Oh, this is an awesome one. Hey, look at this. Look at these plans. (laughs) see what this says, these plans are calling this out, but I don't see this here. And so like this, this is what could be happening. This could be like the wrong set of plans, or maybe this mm. is maybe a different elevation. Cause sometimes builders, when they print their plans, they print every single elevation for that one house. And there could oh. be like 12 elevations and you got to, you got to figure out which elevation you're in. And, you know, so there's, there's just so many things situationally, even as a home inspector, right? You know, right. like when you're training as a new home inspector, you, you, you just run into stuff that you just don't see very often. Oh, I found a coal fired furnace. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 North Carolina still tests on that, by the way. Coal fired furnace.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. We, yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't get me started on the testing anyway. So yeah, just training, training, training. And, um, even, even if you, um, uh, don't feel comfortable, um, partner with somebody that can maybe help, help mentor you. Like that's another reason I love IEV. Yeah, like like this is just a place where people want you to win.
1: Yeah, yeah, we all we all want to win, and we want to help 100%. each other win. And I 100%. love that about this place too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Yeah, this is this is great. I mean, I think this is great information. So get yourself educated, get the insurance, start tra- start looking at local contractors, um, and understanding how to interact with project managers, code inspectors, yeah. and clients to to make them understand that this is normal. Yeah, and understanding the position that these home builders are in. Yeah. Like that's I'd never really quite put it together that they were managing so many different houses. Yeah, I knew the the code guys are. Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. Like yeah. if you're managing that many houses, there's no way you can be on top of it. Yeah, you have to put a lot of trust in that your subcontractors are doing it right. Yeah, and and hopefully
2: you can catch some of the big errors. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really trying in my area to make a difference in changing the narrative for how home builders view home inspectors. Yeah, and I I can only do that. You know, so many times. Mm-hmm. But I mean, now we have we have larger home builders, or at least superintendents within those larger home builders, where they they refer us. Wow! Like, hey, if you're gonna call it, if you're gonna get a third party company, I recommend this company because because like, you're like you're actually they good, really and you're gonna take job. time. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So like, I, I've got a a lady friend of mine. She um she's a, a superintendent locally, and I've uh, known her for years. Worked with her. Uh, one of the companies we were at together, and uh, she'll actually call or text me when she gets somebody else that's not not freedom. Yeah, uh, that comes into the community. She's like, "Oh my gosh, can you? Oh, I can't even with these people. Like, I can't believe that they wrote this down. This is so like this is what a waste of money. I can't believe. Like, I don't even want them in my community. But yeah. you know, yeah, we want to change the narrative, and um, I would love to be able to get in front of. Uh, home builders and and help them to train their superintendents on how to work with home inspectors and if they don't have a home inspector that's not operating the way that i do like in a way that's a partnership Mm -hmm. then maybe that's an opportunity for them to say hey like let's work together on this thing rather than again you know and educating them so like it, we can come at it from different angles, but those guys don't know what we have to do. They don't know what we're what we have to go through. Right? They like, especially with um, with pre closing inspections, standard home inspections. They don't yeah. like. People are annoyed with the way that we have to write stuff up in our yeah. state. You know, we call it D D I D description of the defect, implication of the defect, recommendation. Here in Texas, they do. You have to actually. Uh, Tell them if it's good or bad, or you know, like right. if the foundation is su- sufficiently, you know, operating like it's supposed to, or you know, we don't have to do that where we're we at. So, but nobody knows those things, right? And, and right. so, if you don't know it, you're afraid of it, and and I, I want to try to remove that fear in as much as as many ways as possible.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I I know that there's this conversation is i've I've heard it a few times within other inspection companies, so I know that there's inspection companies thinking about adding this and, yeah. and adding this service um, and they they it's probably a little intimidating it at is. times yeah. and so if if somebody wants to get a hold of you and ask you more questions um what, what
2: would be the best way for them to do that Yeah, um text is great um I get uh, probably like everybody I get a lot of uh you know. Hey, your uh, car warranty is expired. Oh yeah, right. If you don't know the number, you are probably not going to yeah, answer I'm it. I am not going to pick it up. But right. if, if you text me and say, "Hey, I, heard, you know, heard about you on the uh, IEB podcast, and or you know, I am interested in learning more about pre drywall inspections." Uh, my number is 803-412-2884. That is my personal cell, and I'd be happy to entertain and and have a phone call, or if you're local, you know, grab a coffee or a beer or something. And again, it's just you know, and I hope that what you learn you'll pass on. Yes, we we it, the more everybody, and I tell this every. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad <laughs> I remembered this. The more that. We all get more educated and become better at doing these phase inspections, pre drywall mm-hmm. inspections. The more we can charge, yeah, absolutely, right. Like the guy that I know in uh, Jeff uh, that works with um, Joe or uh, John Bolton uh-huh. um, in Florida, he charges a crazy amount for for a pre drywall. like thousands of dollars. Wow, and he makes he kills it. Wow, like he won't he won't go out of the door for less than five hundred bucks. I'm wow. like man i want to get there yeah that's but, incredible but you know the market has to support it but it will support it if everybody's charging more because they're qualified
1: right and you're yeah. putting in the time like you talk about spending that much time yeah. on a house yeah you know yeah then now now it's like you're you're providing a much higher service yeah. and um and you're not just like walking through in an hour and yeah saying yep looks good yeah. you know people are blown away
2: by our reports
1: yeah I'm i'm sure that they Amazing. are yeah. yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for oh, sharing awesome. your, your contact info. Yeah, thanks, yeah. And if you want to get in touch with Matthew, give him a text message, um, and he he can reach back out. So anyhow, thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Thank you. You've been listening to Empire State of Mind. For the home inspection industry and beyond, our passion is to elevate the home inspection industry with mindset, strategy, and tools. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. For more, follow on Instagram at IEB Coaching, And don't forget to hit the website at www.iebcoaching.com. Learn about IEB at no cost and have all your questions answered on our open call once a month on the third week of the month. We hope to see you there, and we'll see you next time on the Empire State of Mind.